Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I love the book, The Power Broker, the epic biography of former New York City planner Robert Moses. So I'm breaking it down 100 pages at a time and talking to special guests about why this book matters, like Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I actually think if it wasn't for Robert Moses, I probably wouldn't have run for Congress. Listen to 99% Invisible's breakdown of The Power Broker every month on the 99% Invisible podcast feed. Just watch me love myself That's all I want Got what I want That's all I want I'm not sorry I'm Claire Fallon And I'm Emma Gray And this is Love to See It, an obsessively detailed recap podcast about reality dating shows like The Bachelor and other pop culture that makes us laugh, cry, and curse the patriarchy. We can't live with these shows and we can't live without them, but we can break down every juicy moment and unpack all the weird messages these shows send us about love, sex, and dating. Welcome to Love to See It, a podcast about painfully obviously, extremely produced love triangles. You are showing your work, Bachelor in Paradise producers. We see you. We see all the work you're putting in. Unfortunately, we really do. A couple housekeeping notes. We have heard from some people about potential preferences of whether we post our Golden Bachelor episodes on Fridays or Mondays and vice versa with Bachelor in Paradise. Just wanted to let you know that for now, we are going to be keeping our Golden Bachelor recaps on Mondays and our Bachelor in Paradise releases on Fridays, but we will be listening to all of you and checking in with our team at Stitcher, and we will possibly be reevaluating this as the season goes on. Thanks so much for bearing with us. Also, Emma is covering Love is Blind over on our Substack podcast, Rich Text. You can subscribe and hear those recaps at claireandemma.substack.com. It's a wild season. There's so much going on with that show, too. We have two. We said our, the ends of our week are just stacked now between Love is Blind and the Bachelor franchise. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> I know. We used to be like, wow, the beginning of the week is so crazy. And now it's like, no, Thursday, Friday. You're done. Content overload. <laughs> it is. It's fucking wild, guys. So let's just dive into week two in paradise. Just going to say up top, mm. I loved episode one. I didn't think this episode was as good as the premiere, but I am hoping we'll see them even out and course correct as the season continues. Same. It was like a little lackluster for me. Um, you know, I watched it. I, I always love it, but it didn't grab me like last week. 
Uh, but, you know, exactly. there's there's a lot to talk about still because we got two hours of content. So, <laughs> Of course. And we do get our classic Almost Paradise title sequence, credit sequence back. Mm-hmm. Although I, as I still advocate them doing an homage to a different romantic comedy every week. I understand that's a lot more effort, but I don't know. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, what stuck out to you with the the opening sequence, you know, we had Mercedes on a float, Blake with binoculars, cat spraying sunscreen. It seemed pretty, you know, my favorite was Eliza with the Little Mermaid vibes, like on the rock. (laughs) Oh, my favorite by far was Aaron S. emerging from the pool in a full suit. (laughs) Very on brand for That's the kind of total, just total absurdity that I like to see in the Paradise opening credits. Also, I thought it was fun that Jesse and Wells did their little like Jesse throwing a thing, but instead of a football, it was a burrito that they then both <laughs> took, took a giant a, yeah. bite off of. You Sweet. Know, these, Very look at that bro- bromance. We love to see it. Yeah, these intros never fail to be so stupid, but we enjoy them. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> uh so let's pick up. Uh, where we left off. The episode starts with Will and Kylie worried that Olivia is still fuming over their connection. Olivia cannot wait for Avon to eventually show up on the beach so that she can, you know, have uh, Kylie show her true colors, which is the fact that she is waiting for Avon. Kylie's number one overall draft pick is Avon. And when he comes down that beach, poor Will is going to be in for a shock. <laughs> it's it's over for Will. I also thought this was so funny, though, the way Olivia was talking about it as though it was this, like, secret plot of Kylie's when it seems like she's just been telling everyone very openly, I want to see Avon. Yeah. Like, even Will. Will is freaked <laughs> out when, shocker, about two minutes later, Avon, 29, from Gabby and Rachel season, arrives and has a date card. But Will doesn't seem shocked. He's like, yeah, Kylie wanted to meet Avon. I was aware. Yeah. He's like, I think everyone was aware at this point. Um, I think so. And Olivia even says Avon's been on her radar for a hot minute as well. So here we go. The love triangle is going to, you know, grow to a square. I guess uh, (laughs) Olivia and Kylie have the same taste in men. Unfortunately for Olivia... Kylie is Kylie hot, seems yeah. to be everyone's number one mm-hmm. draft pick in paradise. <laughs> so uh, when Avon arrives, he says Rachel and him moved on from that let's give it a shot moment at after the final rose on their season. But he's ready to give love another go with a different person on the beaches of paradise. And I want to talk about this because like me too. Avon was the runner up for Rachel. They just gloss over that fact that Rachel is on the beach. I feel like they want us to forget that because they want this love story between Avon and Kylie to be so central. But we don't get any of Rachel's reactions. We, We barely, like you could blink and just miss that throwaway comment, that throwaway exchange between Jesse and Avon and think that they didn't address it at all. Like the first time I watched the episode... I completely missed that. And I was like, where's this discussion? And I've heard like rumors that there was definitely some back and forth Mm -hmm. after that between Rachel and Avon. And I would have loved to hear what actually went down, how Rachel feels about it. Like she is sitting there having to watch all of these other people swoon 
over men that she had built real relationships with. Like, as you said, Avon was the runner-up. <laughs> yeah, like, they got deep. She met his parents. That's like, runner-up status is, you guys were like, offic- almost official. You were a couple. And then, you know, I you saw they hugged a, a little bit. Yeah, when he walked down, I saw they just were like gave a little hug, like, hi. Like, that's it? Like, have a sit down. That's what we want to see. And that makes me wonder, are things awkward between yeah. the two of them? Did they not end on a good note? As we see in the preview for next week, when Tyler arrives, it seems like he and Rachel are great friends. Yeah. So I would have loved to just see them, like, make nice, have a little bit of a conversation about it, acknowledge it. But instead, they're just like, no, 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 no. Forget about Rachel. This is about Kylie and yeah, Olivia. Yeah, this season's about Kylie. Kylie's the bachelorette of paradise. Uh, Avon walks down and Kylie is already like a bundle of emotion. She cannot hide the fact that she is so excited and nervous and just has been like waiting for this moment. I think we have a clip of her reaction. Oh my God, this is exactly the moment I've been waiting for. Avon has arrived in paradise. Whoa. Avon's my number one guy. It's like there's so much build up around us meeting. Just take a deep breath. And I'm just so nervous because I've never met Avon before in my life. My chest. Just take a deep breath. We've only known each other through social media. There's been liking of pictures and a fire emoji. That's literally it. And now it's happening. Oh my God. (laughs) It's so intense. (laughs) She's very lucky that he seems to feel the exact same way. I have to assume that they have heard, at least through intermediaries, that there is like a mutual interest, right? Because or else, why would they both be so confident? Yeah, they. He comes in and he's he has eyes for Kylie, and she has eyes for him, and it just seems like this was. A setup, or at least they they knew that they were going to meet here. They knew that they had potential. Uh, But Kylie is like, she is all All about it. It, it She's like, we will be getting married. We will be having babies together. (laughs) I was like, calm down. Yeah, we got to (laughs) chill. She says like, oh my God, that was our first ever moment together after they hug. And the Bachelor producer, you know, they're just, They're on their game, as we mentioned. They rewind the tape so we could just slow-mo watch that hug again. This is the couple they want us to watch, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely think that Avon and Kylie are being framed as one of our central love stories. Mm -hmm. They're forming early. They seem all in on each other. This will be a major plot line throughout the season. And Olivia, she wants her shot. She says Avon is fine. (laughs) And thinks that she deserves a date with him because Kylie stole Will from her. Um, She goes, let me tell you, if I don't leave here with that man, I'm going to be real upset. I'm sorry, Olivia. She's going to be real upset. (laughs) Spoiler. (laughs) Avon introduces himself to everyone and reads his date card. Get ready to make some waves. He pulls Kylie first, of course. Yep. She gives a cursory, like, is that okay, Will? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it has to be. And then she goes with Avon. And immediately you're like, this is on. He says, it's good to meet you. It's long overdue. And Will is already freaking out. poor Will. It's like he knows. I think Will knows kind of this whole time. Yeah. Kylie is so overtly interested in Avon. She's like... I need to stop hyping you up so much. I'm trying to play it cool. And he's like, oh, you're playing it cool. 
And it's cute because neither of them are playing, are playing it, it cool, cool at all. At all. <laughs> Again, this works when it's mutual. And I love that for them. She does tell Avon about her date with Will. And he kind of jokes like, oh, guess you're, you're a hot commodity. You're the here. hot commodity here. And then he talks to oh. Olivia, which Kylie says is a gut punch. All right, Kylie, he just arrived. Like, let him talk to <laughs> some of the other girls. Uh, he asks, uh, if he asks Olivia on a date, it will definitely feel like karma. I just stole her man, and now she's going on a date with mine. Ky- Again, Kylie, just chill. Correct. It's okay. She didn't. But, she- but also, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Olivia's beaming. Uh, she says, you know, he he says he's a little nervous coming in late. She's like, I'm not nervous at all. They have a little cute exchange, but we all know where Avon's date card is going. Um, he asked Kylie to go. And of course, she says she would love to. Will is sitting by the pool um, when he hears it and his heart like drops. The poor guy. But we knew it was coming. I'm sorry, Will. <laughs> sorry, Will. You're gonna be okay. At least you have the rose this week. Olivia is also disappointed because she wanted that Avon date, but I think they're both going to live to see another week. Yeah. And what I love, too, is the girls all kind of, like, swarm around Will. And they're like, keep your spirits up. Like, try, like, talk, keep your options open. Like, talk to all of us. Like, you're a good guy. And Will is Mr. Popular in Paradise. He really is. Everyone's into him. I I think think he's just, uh, he has a good, very open energy. He's openly emotive. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's really comfortable when you're in a group setting like this for for women. Like, I think it's not surprising to me that the women would kind of gravitate towards him. Yes. And I think the guys, like, he seems to be friendly with all the guys, too. So, yeah, yeah, he's just kind of everybody's buddy on the beach, it appears. And Uh, everyone agrees that he's cute. So that is that is a plus. (laughs) I also liked that Will was nervous, but didn't seem to lash out at any point in this episode towards Avon or towards Kylie. I was relieved. He even says, you know, Avon's a high quality dude. And he's just he wonders if Kylie's feelings are going to shift on their date. Like he he's nervous and he's nervous for a good reason. Kylie does pull him before she leaves with Avon. And she assures him that he did make her feel so good and wanted and chosen. And, you know, maybe this could make them stronger if for (laughs) some reason she doesn't love her new boyfriend, Avon, who she has already promised to marry and have children (laughs) with. I think, too, this is a nice little way for Kylie to, like, lessen the blow a little bit that she was going on the date by, you know, trying to keep his, his spirits up. Maybe a with the promise of do we, do we call date. this a little breadcrumbing? <laughs> yes, just a little breadcrumb. Avon <laughs> comes to get Kylie for their date, and Will tells them he hopes they have a good time. Um, even Way though inside, well, yeah, inside he's he's hurting. So then Avon and Kylie head off to their date. They're getting on a a tiny yacht <laughs> and floating around and. Kylie, again, is ready for marriage. She's She's ready ready. for marriage, and she's nervous about the chest hives. This is the third woman to get hives. Yeah, Kat gets them. What's going on? Kylie, everybody has these, like, nervous chest hives. 
It's probably also the heat and humidity. I was going to say it might be like the <laughs> over 100 degree heat or it looks it looks sweltering there this summer. <laughs> it does, but it but it looks pretty nice on this boat. There's like a day bed. There is a bottle of champagne. <laughs> oh my that god. It does require a corkscrew to open and I regret <laughs> to inform everyone that Avon is not up to the task. This, no. this man is almost 30. He cannot open a wine bottle. Just the struggle here, it. really, it really got me. Uh, you know, I think at one point he <laughs> takes his shirt off, like he he pops, he rips the cork in half, takes his shirt off, grabs the corkscrew, tries again, all while talking to Kylie about her quote unquote thirst trap photos on Instagram. <laughs> It's just very awkward. Like her cute selfies. It was just so funny. I loved this. I love little moments like this. I'm like, this is something I would do if I was on television. I would get anxious and then I would fuck up a basic task. And then it's just a perfect moment to drag out. I loved watching him struggle. Something about Kylie. Because you know, something about me. Will fell in the pool last week with Kylie. This week, Avon can't get a cork a corkscrew. It's, it's so hard for men when they're Working. around someone as beautiful and beguiling as Kylie. Uh, to distract her from his fumbling of said cork, uh, he asks her about herself. She's a nurse. She lives in Charlotte, but she wants to move to San Diego. And guess where Avon lives? In San Diego. <laughs> San Diego? <laughs> really? Can you believe wow. it? Wow. Wow, you know what? Maybe these do, these two do have a future. I I hope they're thriving right now. And when he gets this information, Avon finally pops that cork. He pops it. It's a sign. It's meant to be. <laughs> it's a sign. It's a sign. Back on the beach, Aaron B is trying to comfort Will, and Will is just Will is really anxious, but he's trying to be he's trying to be a mensch about it. He says he just wants Kylie to you know quote fly free. And get the experience she came here for. And if she comes back to him, then he'll know she's all in. But some of the <laughs> other men seem to sense that Will is not doing quite as well as, as he's saying he is. We have a clip from Aaron S. You ever see a deflated balloon? It sinks down and it shrivels up and it loses its color. Will at this point looks like a deflated helium balloon. He's definitely clinging on to hope that his date with Kylie yesterday went really good. But I would say Will's chances right now are slim to none. So, yeah, hell yeah, he's mopey, he's mopey dick. (laughs) This reminds me of why Aaron was such a great and chaotic narrator on charity season. Yes. He has his moments. You know they just asked him, like, is he feeling mopey? And Aaron asked just... Spewed all of that beautiful Yeah, he language ran with out. it. <laughs> well, back on the boat, it seems Avon and Kylie hit some stormy seas since the last time we saw them. Because all of a sudden, I noticed a lot of dampness happening. I don't know if you <laughs> noticed it as well. <laughs> I didn't notice this until you put it in our notes doc. And then I was like, oh, yeah, they do. They look, look a little moist. <laughs> a little moist? I'm like, did they, did they like jump in? Yeah, I'm like, did they go swimming? Did it rain a little bit? Did they yeah, hit a wave? we get like, no explanation. <laughs> we don't know, but it looks like they're having a great time. Stuff happened. That's all I know. Avon says he was so excited to see Kylie. 
who is really like sipping her champagne. She's chugging champagne at this point. She seems I mean, very what nervous. what else are you going to do? <laughs> you got to calm the nerves, I feel, for her. She says she feels so good that Avon chose her. She's, she's like, you know, last night I picked Will, but you chose me out of everyone. So that makes me feel amazing. And she also admits that she's been building their meeting up in her head. And she's had a crush on him for a really long time. So to me, this explained why she's been building this up so much. Because she says that when she agreed to be on The Bachelor, she was hoping that Avon Mm -hmm. was going to be the lead. And womp womp. Instead, she got Zach. (laughs) She got Zach instead. (laughs) But I will say, Paradise is such a better place to be dating than The Bachelor. So Yes, which Avon mentioned. She goes, you know what? Look, we have Paradise, though. They cuddle up. He says he was always going to choose her for the date, and they kiss. We know. <laughs> they kiss, and it's a good one because Kylie has deemed it a 10 out of 10. She said she can see herself waking up next to him each day. They'll make beautiful babies, and this is her wildest dream. <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful babies was like a bridge too far for me. I'm like, maybe date first. Maybe hang out for more than two hours before you... Just hand your womb to this yeah, man. Plan your family. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like d- one step at a time. Temper those expectations. But Kylie's already like Avon's my man. And mm-hmm. so we know where this is going. On that note, we're gonna take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll see what's happening on the beach. Can you keep up? I like love it. Okay. So you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. (laughs) So important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party, can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love Article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from Article. That lovely chair out on my deck. Article. Our big console. Article. I'm My bed frame. Article. This is an Article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first Article piece of furniture recently our new couch and 
my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list, as they should, because it's very important. If that's you, then make this year the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Wow, that is really fast. Their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning link Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. I personally used Babbel before I headed off to Paris for 3 weeks and it was so helpful just kind of giving me back the basic understanding of French, allowing me to interact with people in restaurants, in shops, and, you know, just not make a total fool of myself when in a foreign country. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we are back. And back at the beach, we see Blake and Jess connecting. They have a cute little moment where he tells her that, you know, he tries not to bring too much of his own shit into a relationship. And then they discuss their mutual love of curse words. We do have a clip. What's your favorite curse word? It's very, like, it's part of my vocabulary. Yeah. What I like about Jess, she's very sweet and, like, very well-mannered. Mine, it's the... the I like it. Naughty word, really. Again, another little moment of comedy gold. I I suspect that not everything they bleeped out was actually a curse word, but it did. Comedically, it worked. Do we have any idea what these phrases were? <laughs> there was just a lot Absolutely of Absolutely not. Lot of and frankly, you know, I, I don't I don't care to know. I just like to I'm gonna use my own imagination and it'll just 
stay there <laughs> in a beautiful land of fuckity fuck fuck. Fuckity fuck fuck. This did make me wonder, like this did actually make me want to see more of Blake and Jess's dynamic mm-hmm. because I really don't have a sense of their relationship. Though we do get a bit more of a sense of Kat's dynamic with Brayden. And what becomes clear is that he is kind is, of obsessed with her. Is her sweet and boy. And she, <laughs> she's like into him fine. He is like in love. <laughs> like he is so, and it's such a, not that he, he wasn't a charity too, but not this level. Like he feels like a different person to me um, in paradise because he is all in on Kat and he thinks they're going to go think... like all the way where Kat is definitely into him, but I think in just more of a fun, I'm single, playful way. I don't know. I think this is the thing with Brayden, that when he does not feel like his relationship is being threatened at all, Mm. he is lovey-dovey, he's all in. The minute there is a threat to that relationship, I think he can kind of turn on a dime. And that is actually what we saw with Charity, and it is sort of what we see maybe happening in next week's preview. But for now, they're they're very booed up. Yeah, they're a couple. She's very confident she's getting his rose tomorrow. They are being silly and attempting to make out underwater. (laughs) And, of course, water just goes up their Their noses. noses. (laughs) The shot was interesting, too. It was, like, over the, (laughs) I mean, under the waterfall pool. The edge of the, yeah. yeah. Uh, We also learned that Aaron B. is hitting it off uh, with two women, Mercedes, as we saw uh, that kiss last week. But now he's been spending a, a lot of time with Eliza. And I think uh, last week we said we were surprised about that kiss with Mercedes. Because Because there was no context to it. Like, they just showed it, but we didn't see them really, like, connecting on any romantic level. So it was kind of a surprise. I think it was a surprise to Aaron, too. Like, I I don't know if he realized. It uh, it seems like he did not think it through all that much. And that, that has some consequences here. Eliza is telling Aaron how much she does not want to be involved in any kind of love triangle this mm-hmm. year. Like, she seems to have been really psychologically shaken by yes. what happened last season between her and Rodney and Justin. And she just keeps telling everyone, I need to avoid that happening again. Like, I do not want to get involved in that. Yeah, she's like, I went on two dates last season, back to back. I just want one. If I got one romantic date in paradise this year and I had one solid relationship, I'm I'm good. Like, that's all I need. Um, she says her and Aaron have pretty much been attached at the hip and have really hit it off. Um, and she's confident that, like, a love triangle won't happen again. But as we know, there will be a little bit of drama when she... Uh, finds out that, yes, Mercedes did kiss Aaron. Mercedes tells the other girls this. Uh, they ask if they think Eliza knows. And Mercedes is like, I, I don't think she knows. Um, and she hasn't spoken, she, she hasn't spoken to Aaron since they kissed. So it all just seems like Aaron is, wasn't sure what he got himself into here. Yeah, we get a little recap of what happened last season between Eliza, Justin, and Rodney. They recruit Rachel to give us the recap, <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess, because she's friends with Eliza. Um, <laughs> they were obviously on Clayton's season together. And meanwhile, 
Aaron decides to come clean to Eliza, which I was glad to see that he did. Mm -hmm. He says he wants to be a better communicator, and he lets Eliza know that he did have a moment with Mercedes the night before. She says she appreciates him being honest with her, but you can tell immediately, and she says that she is shaken by this. She gets out of the pool. She goes over to some of the other women, and she's like, I'm getting triggered. It seems like she's basically on the verge of having a panic attack. She says her guard is back up. And she says she would have moved so much differently if she knew what was happening. Like, she feels like she was making decisions without having the proper information. Mm -hmm. And she says she really likes Aaron, but she's, she's just so terrified that she's going to end up in some sort of big romantic mess on the beach again this year. And to the point where she literally has to get up and walk away yeah, she starts from crying. the table she, of women. She, like, excuses herself. Um, this was hard to watch. She looks like she's having a panic attack. Yeah. It, like, it, that is definitely how how I read it. Rachel follows her, trying to comfort her, and Eliza says, I'm literally shaking. I can't do this again. Poor Eliza. It was upsetting. It was really upsetting to watch, and you're like, yeah, this... When you are put through the ringer on reality TV, even in a way that seems in the grand scheme of things, relatively minor. Like, oh, you dated two people and you didn't end up with either of them. Like, seemed like that sucked. But it clearly left a mark on her. Yeah, it affected Um, her more. Yeah, uh, than maybe we realized. And I I would imagine, I think that there was so much public chatter about these relationships that I I assume that's also part of it. Like, she's weighing, how am I going to come off I assume she probably told production, like, I don't want to come back if I'm going to be put in this situation again. And she's she's just panicking. Yeah. And they're like, we won't put you in that situation again. Don't you worry. <laughs> Not that they planned this, but... You're safe with us. Yeah. Mercedes is also upset. Um, she learns that Eliza now knows about the kiss. Um, and Mercedes says she takes kissing and, like, affection very seriously. So it hurts that Aaron kind of shared that moment with her her. and then, you know, is more interested in Eliza at this point. He's like ghosting her in real life, which is horrible. On like a small resort with just. Yeah. Yeah. Buddy, you got to You got to turn this around. You got to make this right. Mm -hmm. Eliza sits down with Aaron and she expresses that she is grateful that he was up front with her, but also her guards back up. She is kind of triggered by this whole situation. It's not a good feeling. She starts to cry. And this clearly hits him. He's like, I should have handled this differently. I should have told you earlier. And Eliza tells him that this whole thing has made her realize how much she likes him. Yeah. And it seems like the feeling is mutual. And Aaron, like, I think Aaron was always destined for a love story on this show. You know, he's not, I don't think he really came in trying to really play the field. And now that he likes Eliza and he senses that she really likes him, I think he's going to be all in and on Eliza for a while. Yes. He just wants her to be happy and he wants to be happy too. And he says, which I appreciate it. He says Mercedes is amazing um, and he had a great connection with her, but he can't help but wake up and think about Eliza each day. So... They're another couple to watch. No, I did wish that he had gone and talked to Mercedes 
Yeah. I think that would have been, that would have been the one thing he could have done to, to improve on this, like prioritize closing that loop with Mercedes as well as with Eliza. I do wonder if they chatted and they didn't air it because I did notice at the yeah, bonfire I was wondering that too. they sat next Mercedes and Aaron sat next to each other and when he said like yeah I'm in on one person uh Mercedes didn't act um too upset so I wonder if they did have a conversation but they can't show us everything I guess <laughs> yeah no some sometimes they make the wrong choices yeah, yeah, for yeah. continuity's sake and after a little break we get Pete doing some push-ups with Greer on his back you know just Doing the heavy lift in here. Uh, she says the odds are not in the women's favors and that three of them might be going home. They have a feeling someone else is coming down, though. They just hope it's a guy. And huh. Think good again, luck. <laughs> are you kidding? They love to make the women sweat. They love to make a handful of women do undignified things like beg pilot Peter II uh. for a goddamn rose. This made me... Made me so depressed. Yeah, it was horrible. Uh, but some of these girls, it's, like, literally don't have any other option but Pete, uh, including Olivia, Kat, Greer, and Brooklyn. So they're spending the next few hours just focusing and zoning in on Pilot P 2.0. I hate it so much. So they are desperately hoping that another man is going to come down to the beach. And then someone is arriving. Who could it be? No, no, it's Hannah Brown. It's Hannah, Hannah Brown. Beast, the the living legend. We see her platform sandals, a blue dress, long hair. Like this, it's not a, it's it's not a dude. not a man. Yeah. It's Hannah Brown. <laughs> and yeah. Jesse does his best. Like, oh, what a surprise! Yeah, wow, Hannah, Hannah Brown. what are you doing here? He's like, I had no idea why I had to go film this scene. <laughs> so shocking. I love how he's like, yeah, I, I never know who's coming down to the beach. Oh, no, you're not prepped. <laughs> but okay, Han- yeah, Hannah and okay. Jesse play a little game of, am I here for love or to stir the pot? Or is it because the Bachelor producers just want me to host a truth game by the bonfire with the cast? Who knows? <laughs> Jesse doesn't know either. But the beast is Who about to say? feast. <laughs> I guess they're counting on the fact that not everyone follows Hannah Brown on Instagram and mm. thus knows that, I mean, at this point, she is engaged. Yes. But she's been, else. yeah, she's uh, been uh, she's with been her partner with for a while. She's been with this guy, yeah. Adam, for a long time, for a couple of years now. They moved to Nashville together. Like, it would be genuinely very shocking if <laughs> on the heels, immediate heels of a long-term breakup, she was like, yeah. I need to go to Paradise. Paradise, to Paradise date is going to cure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. cure everything. Braden and Sean are really going to get <laughs> things going again for me. Oh, what a selection. But Hannah is into the shtick. I think we have a clip of how everyone reacts when she walks down to the beach. I never in a million years would I have expected Hannah Brown to be here. So I don't know if that means she's single, she's here for a date. What the hell? Hi, I'm Hannah. Hannah Brown entering paradise is game over. Like, I'll just go on home. What? Hannah freaking Brown. Why is she here? Is she trying to date? No, no, no. (laughs) I have to say, I love Kat's commentary, like, the whole season. She's really, 
Oh she's, my God. She's just an anxious girly. <laughs> and I I get it. I get it. The funny thing is that I'm like laughing along with these people, but also I understand the anxiety because they are all aware mm-hmm. of the status that someone like Hannah Brown holds. And therefore, that means that she would be like a massive get for anyone on the beach. Like it is really wild how we see the social classes within Bachelor Nation sorting people in paradise. Like, sometimes someone will break through, but we see that the more minor characters of these seasons tend to be the women who are, you know, scrambling for Pilot Peter's Rose, who also was, like, a night one guy. Like, they sort into tiers. Rachel is a bachelorette, but Hannah B is a more iconic bachelorette. bachelorette. A fan favorite. And was, yeah. yeah, a fan favorite bachelorette. And so people are like, she is both a threat and also she is automatically desirable because of that social status. And it is really interesting to watch that play out so overtly. I know, they're just like, she looks so good. Her hair, everything about her. She's stunning. She's the freaking icon. She's a legend. <laughs> Which she is. But also, yes, uh, I feel like the producers knew what they were doing by being like, is she or isn't she here to date? Like, we're here to make the women uh, freak Sweat. out a little bit more. I mean, they're already freaked out. They got to freaking try to get Pilot Pete to give them a rose. <laughs> I know. It's it's undignified and it's depressing. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we will discuss the rest of Hannah Beast's cameo and the rest of the episode. Can you keep up? I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily, I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, keto, vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI50 and use code LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. 
You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash L-T-S-I. And we are back. And yes, as you said, Lee, Hannah is not being clear about whether she's there to date. And it is funny because it's clear to me that some of the women do follow her on Instagram. So they're like, no, I thought she was in a relationship. Yeah. But then, of course, they also, you can't put anything past production. So they're like, wait, is she... Did she have a breakup and we didn't realize, like, what the fuck is going on? What are they throwing at us? And Hannah starts pulling different men to chat with her. And this only increases the anxiety. We also get this series of commentary from, like, Jess and Kat, who are clearly fangirls. Like, Hannah, <laughs> love Hannah. Hannah Brown is a celebrity to them. <laughs> Kat They're says, fangirls. Kat says, like, she, Hannah was the first lead of the first season that she ever watched of anything Bachelor. So she's, like, absolutely starstruck. And Jess calls Hannah the Taylor Swift of Bachelor Nation, which knowing Jess is such a huge compliment because she is the it's ultimate It's a real Swiftie. compliment. Also, if I was Rachel, I would be like, um, where was this fanfare for me? For me. Excuse me. Poor, Excuse you. Poor Rachel. She's like, hello, I'm also a bachelorette here. Been here for days. Yeah. Um, hello. So Hannah talks to everybody. She pulls, she ends up pulling some guys, like you said. Um, and she talks to Blake and Will first. Everyone is very confused. Uh, I was confused that she was just pulling two guys at once, but... Uh, everyone's still questioning. Is she single? Is she here to date? Um, Hannah talks to Blake and Will about their situations, who they've been dating, who they're into. Blake says he's into Jess, but open to other women. And Will's just like, like I want to find love. Like, I just, I'm just here to find someone to love me. And I want to feel chosen. <laughs> we have another clip that indicates Hannah's celebrity status on the beach. If Hannah Brown joined this group, I'd be ecstatic. She's very hot. Yeah, she's a total babe. We all have a crush on Hannah. I know. Yeah. Like, we all do. Yeah, she's Yeah, her hair is I know. And it's real, I'm sure. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> also, Pilot Pete is just, uh Ew, he's giving smarm. I, 
Yeah. I hate it. His Hannah has a history moves. with Pilot Pete's too, so... Yeah, he just needs to... St- the Pete's needs to step away from Hannah Brown. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say, I think this Pilot Pete is far inferior... Oh, yeah, to way the original. inferior. And you know I had my criticisms Oh, yes. Him. <laughs> Well, because Pete, you know, women only matter if they're attractive and bombshells and total babes uh, if you're Pilot Pete 2.0. That's also the only feedback he really knows how to give a woman other than mature, which we will see later in this episode. (laughs) But he is not, he's not impressing me. Let's just say that. So Blake and Will are convinced Hannah's here to date. She then grabs Brayden and Aaron S. Kat is freaking out, but she's like, it would be an honor. It would be an honor for me to give my sweet, sweet boy Brayden to the Queen Hannah herself. She's like, it's okay. You can have him. Just have him. She's so funny. <laughs> what did you think of this whole gambit? It just takes so long for Hannah to come clean. And like, while I love a Hannah Brown cameo, I'm all for it bring her down, make people a little freaked out. I felt like it went on forever for way too long. And I'm assuming the she queen... grabbed more than just four guys. You know, she probably spoke to all of them. It's just like, we know, we as the audience know that she's in a relationship. We know that they're just waiting to reveal it. Like, I think they could have gotten that immediate reaction. Mm-hmm. And then she could have just been like, okay, guys, I'm just here to host a date. Yeah, this is the part of the episode where I, you know, I was like, oh, I'm a little bored. I'm like tuning out. Yeah, yeah, it was too much. Um, But of course, Hannah comes clean. She didn't get her happy ending on The Bachelorette or it was, you know, short-lived. But she (laughs) is now in her happily ever after with Adam. Um, She's not joining the cast, but she is going to host a little bonfire burning questions game. And she'll see everybody later. Everyone is nervous. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and, I, and I love this so much because they're like, is it going to be s'mores? Like kumbaya? What kind of bonfire is this? <laughs> You're like, yeah, burning questions. Um, Not going to be fun. Normally indicates s'mores and kumbaya. I do love how gleeful Hannah is. Oh my God, it's the amazing. The thought that she might get to stir up drama. She's like, yeah. She like her eyes are sparkling. Like I love to to just light shit on fire and walk away. And that is relatable to me because it's really satisfying to be involved tangentially in drama, but have zero stakes. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I get it. Yes. Uh, I mean, she gave us some of the best dramatic moments ever in the Bachelor. Yeah, she's history. like, I've paid my dues. Yeah. I don't. I. W- I don't need to be on that side of it ever again. She's like, I fucked in a windmill and I gave you guys (laughs) all my my catchphrases. She's incredible. Uh, Sean is skeptical that, yeah, the bonfire is not going to be fun. And he's right. Sean's like, I've (laughs) done my research. I know what's going on here. It's And yes, the bonfire is really just a transparent ploy to stir shit up. And they all gather on the beach in like semi-formal wear. Uh, except for Avon and Kylie, who return from their boating date and are just really confused <laughs> as to why they are walking down to a group bonfire and Hannah Brown and everyone dressed up. Also, all of the women seem to have borrowed Jess's body glitter. <laughs> it's a glittery season. They're, just, they're all glistening. It's so glittery. <laughs> they're all glistening. And Sean looks around and is like, the vibes are ominous. <laughs> 
We should have kept the vibe count going. I know. I want a vibe count Give every us a episode. counter for the season. Yeah, what the heck? Uh, but yeah, I think it's the glitter, you know, glistening in, in the the sunset moonlight. It's a little That's witchy. Really, yeah, it's a little witchy. Sean's a little scared. Hannah fires awkward questions at the cast one at a time. Her Chiron reads, here to start fires. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed this. And I love that they set this up as like, bombshells are gonna like be you gonna drop like it's gonna be crazy (laughs) and the revelation like I use the word revelations in quotes because they are the most tepid revelations (laughs) (laughs) although I guess they do they do still succeed in making people feel anxious which was clearly the goal yeah a lot lot more chest hives popping up uh with the bonfire (laughs) Exactly. Oh my God, poor cat. You can see that she really is. Like, as opposed to Sam's completely invisible rash, cat's cat rash has a rash, is real. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I can see it. It looks uncomfortable. So Hannah just starts asking awkward questions to people one at a time. She asks Cat with a C who she'd like to connect with. And Cat says, Pilot Peter, because apparently he told her that she was hot. Yeah. I enjoyed this answer because Kat didn't at no point said, I like Peter. She says, he, he maybe told- likes me a little yeah. bit. <laughs> he told me I'm the hottest girl on the beach, so I'm in. <laughs> but Brooklyn also wants to kiss Pilot Peter. That's what we learned from her. But because he he's the only guy with like a rose right now. Yeah, who else are you going to say? What's she going to say? Oh, I want to kiss one of the people one of my friends is with? Yeah. There's no other options. Sean says he feels confident about his connection with Rachel, but it's early. And he admits he's also into Jess, who looks very uninterested in Sean. (laughs) Jess looks horrified. She's like, don't look at, don't (laughs) stare at me, Sean. I'm avoiding your eye contact. I'm not here. I thought I had already effectively rejected you on day one. Um, Yep. That's why, though, when you wear the body glitter, Jess, you're going to be you're going to be glistening and you're in Sean's you're in Sean's light. So, yeah, he he (laughs) sees the glow. Blake, who is, you know, connecting with Jess, said he wouldn't risk his connection with her for um, someone else who's currently on the beach. But if someone were to walk down that he was perhaps interested in, uh, he would risk it for a sexy new stranger. And Jess is not, is not thrilled at this point. So she just went from, no. like, Sean admitting he likes her to being, you know, told that the guy she likes might like someone else in the future. And you know what? It It is really so early. I don't blame anyone no, for yeah. saying that they're still open. And to an extent, it's like, it's good for Jess to hear that. I mean, it's going to make her anxious, and that sucks, but... It's the name of you the probably past, should yeah, know where you game. stand. Cat mm-hmm. is very diplomatic when asked about her connection with Brayden. Hannah asks if she sees her current connection having like a future outside of paradise. And Cat is basically like, for right now. <laughs> we also learn that she's she has a couple other guys on her list who, oh my God, do you think that these two men might arrive next episode, Lee? <laughs> I could have never guessed. I don't it's know. It's Tanner from Charity Season and Tyler from Rachel Season. The double T's. Brayden, <laughs> Brayden is, is not into this. He is no. annoyed. 
because he demurs when he's asked about his other interest, his interest in other women. He's like, I'm just here to really focus on Kat. And she's like, I'm here to focus on you too. Until Tanner comes down. (laughs) And this is, yeah, where we get Aaron B. Admitting he only has eyes for Eliza. Sorry, Mercedes. Uh, Kylie thinks Avon is the best kisser of paradise. Sorry, Will. (laughs) And Avon thinks he could have had, uh, he has a strong love connection with Kylie. Uh, but his number two would have been Olivia. And Olivia's like, woohoo! Uh, he did Olivia's like, like me a little it. bit. <laughs> yes. Olivia also comes for Kylie. And she says that if she could send one person on the beach home, she would send Kylie home. Then Hannah follows up and says, do you think someone did you dirty? And she says, yeah, Kylie. Yeah. These two, not into each other. I'm also like Will Olivia. Then, we gotta move on. You know, it's time, yeah. You know, this is the this is paradise. This is what happens. Let's 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 be friendly. You know. Also, Kylie <laughs> didn't do you dirty. Yeah. Will did you dirty? If mm-hmm. anyone, and I don't even think he did her like that dirty. I think he didn't behave in a great way. But like, we gotta move on. Yeah. We gotta move past it. Will then gets the softest softball of questions where Hannah's just like, Will, what would be a happy ending for you? Everyone else, she's like, do you you see a future with your current partner? And who else are you waiting for? And um, how much do you like them? And did you make out with them? And Will, she's like, what would a fairy tale ending look like for you, sweet, sweet Will? Sweet Will. And he's just like, I want to be in a relationship or engaged. And everyone's like, oh, isn't that what you're all here for? <laughs> yeah, come on. Press him a little harder. If we're doing this, let's do it. They but should have the asked Will, yeah, up, who out of the women, aside from Kylie, yeah, are you, who are you into? In? But they didn't. They missed it. No, no. They asked him nothing of, of any consequence. When the bonfire wraps up, we get a voiceover from Will, which indicates that he still has hope for a relationship with Kylie. My suspicion because I listened to this a few times, is that this voiceover was chopped up and perhaps out of context because we only actually see him say one small chunk of it. And I believe this in the moment was filmed after Kylie officially ends things with him. So this is just my Mm -hmm. thesis Mm -hmm. that they are making him look a little less aware of what's going on um, than, than he actually was. But before we get Kylie and Will's breakup... We get a little a little cutaway to Sean and Rachel. And Sean is checking in with Rachel to make sure she's not too shaken up by what he said at the bonfire. We have a clip. Night one, had a great conversation with you. And I we obviously had a great kiss. And I talked mm-hmm. to Jess afterwards. And I didn't kiss Jess at all. Because like okay. you do. I'm like very much like respectful type thing. Jeez, I know. It's okay. I like that we're like easing into things. I love where it's going. Me too. She was right on the same page as me. Like, completely. <laughs> it's okay. Rachel's just not that into Sean. It's okay. She's like, it's Whatever. fine. Go kiss Jess. Yeah, actually, That's go great. kiss someone else. Go do it. It's, fine. <laughs> it's like she's I think talking Rachel's to her trying to make like, it... a, like a, the kid she's babysitting or something. That's the vibes exactly. I get Exactly. Like, take, take a risk. Take a risk, Sean. <laughs> I think Rachel is there to have fun. She is there to get a rose from Sean. Mm-hmm. 
and she likes him, but I don't, I think she knows like this is not her guy. So he should feel free to play the field, look into his other options because she will most certainly be doing the same next week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Meanwhile, Rachel and Sean agree that Brayden and Kat are potentially headed for a little bit of drama because it seems like he's really all into it and she is maybe not as into it. Sean predicts she'll go out with Tanner if he comes down. Uh, And hmm, again, could Tanner be coming to the beach next week? Yeah, and asking Kat on a date? It's almost like they are Planting telling seeds? us the future, <laughs> future plot lines that they are producing in this moment. Wow. Wow, it's so hidden and Not and obvious at all, and, yeah. Yeah, not obvious at all. Sean tells the camera that he just doesn't think anyone should be turning down dates at this point. It's so early. And I I, I agree. Honestly, I can't say yes. I disagree with him. Sean knows, you know, I think this is probably like day two or day three. Uh, you know, more people are going to come down. You should explore all your connections. Unless it's like, you know, this is your person. This is paradise. Like, have some fun. Explore your options. Make some friends. Make out with a bunch of yeah. people. Make friends. Yeah, it's you're there to have a fun time. We then get another what I think is majorly Frankenbitten Will voiceover, um, where he's like, "I hope that Kylie will still be the love of my life," or something like that. And then Will pulls Kylie for a chat. He tells her he's been anxious all day. He wanted her to explore with Avon, but. Did she explore a little too much? (laughs) Yeah. What's going on? I will say that Kylie handles this well. Mm -hmm. She tries to let him down easy, but ultimately is honest and says she just has an undeniable spark with Avon. But she's really thankful for the time that she and Will shared. Will is definitely hurt and bummed out, but they hug it out. And he, he doesn't lash out at all. He just tells the camera that what he felt with Kylie is something he hadn't felt in a long time. And he's just sad that he's now back to square one. Poor Will really, really wants a love connection. He's ready. He's (laughs) ready for love. Like he said, he's 30. Like he he doesn't have time like these 20-somethings He and Aaron. (laughs) He and Aaron don't have time for the drama. Uh, They're 30. Yeah. I don't know if you've forgotten. Aaron B is 30. He's 30 he he just turned 30, so he's halfway to the grave, you know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kylie goes back to Avon and says her breakup talk with Will went well. That chapter is closed. She is now all in on Avon, which she's been all in on Avon since she arrived to the beach. And Avon seems all in on Kylie. So, again, the couple of the season, I have a feeling. Olivia watches Sad Olivia. Will. Sad, sad Will is sitting on a rock, staring into the ocean. And instead of maybe going over to check on him, she just snickers to herself. <laughs> she called it. Will was a placeholder until Avon arrived. Karma, you sweet, sweet lady. <laughs> Lives here to I like, like how wreak havoc on Olivia Canada's. is. <laughs> She's just like, you know what? When you're right, you're right. And you've got to take the wins where you can. Back on the beach, all of the women are anxious about the first rose ceremony, specifically the women who do not have a rose secured. Kat doesn't want to leave. Brooklyn is like, my bags are packed because I assume I am leaving. (laughs) And Greer is like, okay, I got to try to connect with either Will or Peter. I don't want to go home. Olivia is also stressed. 
Jesse arrives at the Rose Palapa and asks how everyone is feeling. He's like, look, I love the love that I'm seeing, but in case you've forgotten, three women are going home tonight. It just takes one conversation, one kiss to change everything. So you got to go for it. I'm like, Jesse, what you are saying is (laughs) Kat, Olivia, Brooklyn, and Greer, you all have to make out. With Pilot Pete. With Pilot Mm -hmm. Peter. I guess Will's Rose is still up for grabs at this point, but really not for long. Yeah. And shout out to Brooklyn. I feel like Brooklyn is trying her best to be like, I want to stay. But she's like, her foot's halfway out the door. She's, she's like, like, I know I'm how this into is going to go. Yeah. I know, yeah, like, I know how this is going to go. I can make a play for Peter. But none of these women are actually into Peter. Yeah. At all. Nope. I don't believe it for one second. Because he seems like a real dum-dum. <laughs> he sure is a dum-dum. You nailed that. Uh, you know who isn't a dum-dum, though? Will. Will's a loyal man. He's so loyal. He's He's looking for love. He's craving, again... He just wants a romantic connection. Uh, Once I find my person, he says, they're going to see I have a lot of love to offer. And lucky for Will, Mercedes sees him. She is into him. And this is the first inkling we have that this is the case. Like, Will, too. He had no idea. We all had no idea Mercedes was into Will. This makes sense to me because Mercedes and Kylie are best friends. So I don't think that Mercedes was going to get in the way of her friend's love connection. She was always going to back Mm -hmm. down for Kylie. But now that Kylie's not even into Will and she's happily booed up with Avon, now she has a chance. And I applaud her for going for it. She's like, you miss every shot you don't take. They head to a daybed and Mercedes just tells Will, I think you're so great from the bottom of my heart. I see something in you, and I can see something developing with us. She says, I feel something very special, for real. I really do. I just feel like you're very sweet, and you have a lot of love to give. And this is like the magic words for mm-hmm. Will. He's like, I I do have love to give. <laughs> he starts I do, crying. Mercedes. It's so sweet. He's it's tearing sweet. up. Mercedes is like completely taken aback by it, but she also loves the fact that he's an emotional man. And I love it too. Like men can cry. Like I am so down with Will just wearing his heart on his sleeve. And just like- I like to see some tears that are happy tears. Yeah. He's like, I had no idea you were into me, but this feels great. I feel wanted. I feel cared for. They snuggle up on the daybed and he's like, my grandma's name is Mercedes. It's a sign (laughs) they're meant to be. She's like, it's God's sign. He Uh, tells the camera, he's like, she's just been the little ray of sunshine on a cold day for me. (laughs) We have a clip of all of his emoting that happens next. Are you tearing up? You're tearing up. You're so sweet. You're so emotional. I literally love that. Not a lot of guys are like you. It's been a lot, and it feels good. Yeah. To feel this way and to feel chosen. <laughs> I wish I could just stay right here all night. I know. It should have always been Mercedes. It should have been her. Man, oh, well. Crying just... really, like, it just comes alive when it's just the audio. <laughs> what is your read on Will, though? Do you feel like he just really loves love? I because he 
He's I don't know because we have to remember in. Will from last week, who like you know made out with Olivia within two That's minutes of true. arriving to the beach, then went on a date with Kylie. Now he's into Mercedes, which I get. That's paradise too. You're kind of exploring connections. But I think I think, I, I just I think he's at the like line desperate that, like, for a lot. Like his friend. Well, it, exactly. His friends all have you know significant others. Some of them he are really parents. wants it to work. Yeah, his family has long-lasting marriages. He just wants that. He wants that kind of life, and good for him. I think I, I mean, just I just laughed at it. Should have always been Mercedes. Like my guy, you came down being like <laughs> Kylie. It's Kylie. She's so hot. It's Kylie. Yeah. Oh wait, Olivia will <laughs> let me suck her toes. It's <laughs> Olivia. Wait, back to Kylie. <laughs> hey, Mercedes, where you been? but you know I support this burgeoning love connection I hope things go well they make out and Kylie spots it from above she's I guess having her like in the moment interview and she starts clapping she's so excited she's like two birds one stone my best friend has Mm -hmm. a love connection they seem happy and also I don't have to feel bad anymore because that guy I rejected has someone new she's like best case scenario for me Yeah, she's like, they're both great humans and they deserve something special, which they do. I agree. So now everybody's happy, you know? Uh, Except, you know, we're on to Pete now. Uh, Well, he's very happy. He's very happy. All (laughs) the single ladies are after him. They might not be as happy as him, but he is thrilled. He has so much attention. Uh, He clearly loves it from all of these, quote unquote, hot bombshells and attractive women. Yes, Pete, we get it. You think these women are hot and you just use synonyms for hot yep. a million times. It's basically all you have to say. I <laughs> I always find it really funny when men who are clearly just the last choice get so pumped up on mm-hmm. their own like status. They're like, I'm the bachelor of Bachelor in Paradise. This is a, a man says that line every single season. I'm like, do you not understand that none of these women are into, into you? you? They just want your, they just into want your, your rose. rose. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You are the one who gets to decide if they get to stay here and maybe date someone they actually like. Mm-hmm. So, I, but no, he's just like, these women, ugh. these hot, hot women are so into me. And you know what? I'm hot too. And mature. Very mature. Uh, he tells Greer, she's easy to talk to. Uh, he tells Kat she's the most attractive woman there. Um, he tells Brooklyn she's attractive too. He also <laughs> says he loves her honesty. She should never apologize for it. He tells Olivia she's so much fun. He is just, you know, living that bachelor living. of the bachelor in paradise life. He, he's drunk on his power. And he gets so hopped up in his own status that he's like, you know, I may have four options right now, but I need to add a fifth because Sam's my number one, even though it feels fairly clear that she and Aaron S. have a love connection going on. Yeah. I mean, Aaron S. and Sam are a couple, it appears, uh, and they're currently at this moment talking to each other when Pete walks up and just says, you know what, Sam, can can we talk? Uh, 
And she's just like, uh, can you wait till I finish this conversation with like the person I'm into at the beach? He awkwardly Which is stands, the kiss of death. Yeah, he awkwardly if stands both, there. If both people don't want you to be there, that's not a good sign. No, if Sam asks you to leave, she's not into you. You know, she's just not that into you. Um, but instead of leaving them alone to have like a private conversation, this mature man, this pilot, decides a little dancing uh, would be fun. So he's just like dancing behind them, uh, being what a child. What the fuck Aaron was says. going on? Was he doing a TikTok dance? Was someone goading him on? Like, I can't imagine he just broke into a fully choreographed dance in silence behind Aaron. Like, what? I have questions. And now you're starting to realize, like, is this the moment when all the guys of charity season turned on P? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think so. Because Aaron S., this is absolutely when he started to hate Peter. Sean also started to get down on Peter. We know that they are, I believe, two of the men who did the little FP mm -hmm. when charity season came out. So I think, yeah, I think we're seeing the origin story of the light online bullying that is coming for Pete in his future and our past. Yes. And Aaron S. says, you know, I'm so lucky to have this connection with Sam. It's legitimate. And here's Pete just making a, you know, making a joke out of our serious conversation. I don't stand for that shit and I never will, Aaron says. This is absolutely, again, the beginning of their little feud. Pete pulls Sam and says, you know, I have a pretty bad blister. Can we can we go sit down? And I'm like, did you get that blister from dancing just now? Like, what? What What was the... But I do like how the producers left it in the edit. Like, oh, I got this blister. Can we go sit on the, the day bed over here so we can get a little closer? <laughs> it's great. We do have a clip of the supremely awkward conversation that follows. You know, I thought you were the most mature person on the beach. I still think that as well, by the way. Um... Just out of curiosity, is there a red flag or like a maturity thing? Aaron. Yes. And I promise I'm not trying to be like a, a snake in like Aaron's no. little web and like I be friends with her so, so I can backset. I promise that. That's okay. paradise. Is shooting your shot and exactly. making connections. Yeah. You're Sam not is really trying to like, handle this yeah. kindly. I'm like you're not trying to be a spider in Aaron's. Well, yes, you are. Like you are like. You are here is to... Is he a spider or is he a snake? Yeah, he's a snake. <laughs> he's clearly trying to suggest that there are red flags with Aaron. He's trying to get a read on whether Sam is open to being persuaded that there are red flags with Aaron. But she is not. She mostly just seems annoyed. She's like, it's not really any of his business mm -hmm. what my relationship is with Aaron. And frankly, I think if Pete genuinely wanted a chance with her, he needed to just make a case for himself separate yeah. from Aaron. We all know talking shit about someone else, never the way to go. Also coming out the gate being like, you are a mature, beautiful young woman. Like wh what? Are Ew, you like my it's dad? So condescending. Yeah. What is this? Gross. So Sam is totally not into him. He needs to take the hint and just let Aaron S and Sam be. Um, Sean's not impressed. He for one is kind of pissed that Pete is messing with Aaron and Sam's connection when there are other girls actively looking for Pete's rose. Like, they, 
He has four women who are vying for him right now. And he decided to mess with a strong connection on the beach. Also, Pete is an idiot because he recounted his conversation to Sean. Yeah. So Sean now can go to Aaron and say, well, Pete just told me this is exactly what he said about you. Yeah, Sean finds out uh, from Pete that he's told Sam, like, yeah, but, you know, Aaron might not be the mature guy that she needs because she's such a mature woman. Um, Sean then tells Aaron S. this, and he, of course, is not happy. He finds Pete and says, you know, we need to talk. Pete says he needs a few minutes to talk with Olivia. Aaron says it can't wait. He's willing to say anything in front of Liv if he want, and he will make Pete look like an idiot. So, of course, Pete's like, you can't make me look like an idiot. We'll go talk right now. <laughs> so then uh, Aaron says, what did you say to Samantha? Did you call me immature? Pete denies it. Uh, Aaron just doesn't understand why he's trying to sabotage him when he knows him and Sam have a strong connection. And he keeps kind of drilling in on like, did you tell her I was immature? Did you tell her I was immature? And Pete says, like, you know, I would never say that. I would I would never say something like that, ever. What? <laughs> he also says he just wanted to let Sam know that he was the most attracted to her physically and on a maturity level. Didn't he just tell Kat that she was the most attractive woman there? Yeah. The blonde bombshell of the beach? Um, Aaron has no respect for Pete, thinks he's a piece of poop. And <laughs> he could Pete seems unfazed though. He's he like, I guess care. I'll go back to juggling the other four women four who women. are desperate for a rose. This brings us to the rose ceremony, and Olivia, Greer, Kat, and Brooklyn are all just like, okay, I mean, who fucking knows who <laughs> Pete's gonna give his rose to? Everyone else is in a solid relationship. Yeah, Greer seems to be, she really wants to stay. She really wants a shot. They all do. I felt bad. I felt bad for all of them. Yeah, they, Greer definitely seems shaken by all of this and the fact she's not making a connection. The roses are handed out. Brayden gives his to Kat, Blake to Jess, Aaron B to Eliza, Will to Mercedes, Sean to Rachel. Avon to Kylie, Aaron S. to Sam, and Pete gives his rose to Olivia. Made which, no, as, yeah. That what? just reeks of producer intervention to me mm-hmm. because he says, like, you got done dirty and I want to give you another chance, basically. Production wanted Olivia to stay because yeah. she can potentially be in conflict with Avon. Yeah. yeah, she stirs the pot. She's willing to get into it with people. She and Kylie have this tension. It's good for the storylines. So that means that Greer, Cat with a C, and Brooklyn are all going home. Yeah, and this is where we get, you know, the goodbyes. And Greer heads to her car, and she cries. She says her heart feels tired. I'm coming to terms with this reality that I'm not going to find love in paradise. I wanted it to work so badly. I have so much love to give. I just want to be chosen. You know, a lo- <laughs> what I learned this episode is that everyone just wants to feel chosen. They want to be someone. That is not one. a revelation. <laughs> of course, everyone wants to feel chosen. Everyone wants to feel chosen. 
by a person that they choose, right? Yes. Like that is what it is to be in a relationship. That is what everyone wants. It doesn't feel good when you're chosen by someone you don't want. Like it's not just that you want to be chosen. You want to be chosen by someone you want. And I yes. I get that feeling. And the good thing is that Greer is like 25. And yeah, she'll she be fine. And is going you know, to be fine. Did you really want Pilot Pete to choose you? No. Because you definitely you don't want to choose him. Yeah. Just because he can no, do push-ups with you it. on his back. It sucks mean he's to leave one. week one. It always sucks for the women who inevitably leave week one because they always give the roses to the men. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I hate it. But next week on Paradise, Tyler Norris and Tanner will be arriving. Mm-hmm. Shocker. We see Rachel and Tyler connecting, but my read on this moment was actually that they have a good friendship now, not that they're like trying to get back together because yeah. I really don't I really don't think that's what's going on between them. I think Rachel has talked about the fact that she and Tyler have like have a friendship now. Tanner also arrives and asks Kat on a date and Brayden is really angry. And I yeah. think that we are going to see a not so wonderful side of Brayden come out. Yes. And to, you know, have something to compare to that. It's time for Sam's medical emergency, a.k.a. the poop baby. The poop baby is here. We will learn it's, more. It's about, our poop baby. It's our poop baby. Uh, Aaron S. is doing everything he can to get that poop baby out of his girl, Sam. And I love Sean at one point. It's like, stuff's going in, but nothing's not coming, coming out. out. Oh, I. you know what? I just pray that Sam's bowels are working well because that just seems deeply uncomfortable. I really feel for her. During our credit sequence, (laughs) Kat is disgusted by the bugs in paradise because they are outside. I mean, you guys are in the bugs' home, Kat. Mercedes, however, is not bothered by them and she befriends a beetle that she names Gary and gives him a kiss and Kat is losing her mind. Disgusted. But I said, you know what? The timing. Look at this beetle named Gary. They knew what they were doing. We all love Gary, even if he is a beetle. (laughs) We love Gary so much. Protect Gary. At all costs. And now it's time for Love to See It, Hate to See It. Let's start with Love to See It. First, I love to see Jess's Chiron, which at one point reads, Missing Era's tour for this. I believe right (laughs) after she calls Hannah Brown the Taylor Swift of Bachelor Nation. Yeah. I mean, Taylor Swift is still in the headlines, except... Now it's not the era. She dominates everything. The NFL tour (laughs) of all the stadiums that she sold out. She's gonna visit. You know what? For a little football. I'm. (laughs) No, I'm actually a little bit upset that they are forcing Taylor Swift to give like that. The the NFL is trying to get good PR from Taylor Swift. I'm kind of like, I know she's going to the games of her own accord, and she likes Travis Kelsey, but um. Leave Taylor Mania out of this. Yeah. You deal with your PR issues separately, NFL, okay? Stop Leave Taylor using alone. our girl. Yeah. Exactly. Although I do love Taylor's version of the NFL. <laughs> uh, next, we love to see the body glitter gospel. 
that has spread from Jess to basically the whole, you know, rest of all of the women in paradise. They are glistening. They are glittering. They are shining. It's, it's, I love it's to see beautiful. it. <laughs> we also love to see Hannah Brown giving us a little cameo. She is a legend, an icon, Hannah Beast. We, we would have shortened the cameo, maybe changed things a little bit, but it was really fun to see her energy back on our screens. Yes, I loved it. Uh, we love to see Will openly weeping from happiness that Mercedes chose him without shame. You know, he's just like letting all those emotions out. Let boys cry, right? Let them cry. Boys cry, cry okay. too. Yes, we love to see it. We also love to see Brayden's extremely sweaty back <laughs> on full display during the rose ceremony. Just, just sweat right through his shirt. And to me, like, that's the representation I crave for all of the people who would be sweating buckets mm-hmm. in the heat and humidity of paradise. Like, thank you, Brayden, for showing us the real reality of paradise. Mm-hmm. It's just sweaty monsters there. Uh, let's move on to hate to see it. We hate to see Avon uh, is completely unable to open a corked wine bottle. Avon, you are a grown man of nearly 30. Have you Buddy. never popped a champagne bottle before? Or are you just that nervous around Kylie? We got to get you some better tools. Maybe this was a bad bo- like wine opener. I don't know. We We need some lessons. We also genuinely really hate to see sweet Eliza being reduced to tears and like a panic attack because of the kind of PTSD that she has from her love triangle last season. It's really shitty to see the way that situations on these reality shows can have long-lasting mental health consequences, and I think we saw an indication of that with Eliza this week. Yeah, I just want to see her have her happily ever after. I'm rooting for her and Aaron because that was really hard to watch. Um, We also hate to see Pilot Pete, uh, dot, 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 (laughs) getting to determine the fate of four women when he is an absolute dud. Um, I hate it. It it was a disaster. I just, Guys, I just have to remind everyone that one of my best friends did go on a date with him one date um, in 2020 an outdoor date because it was early COVID and his stance was well why are we doing this shutdown everything should open back up so dummy not into him no did he tell her how hot she was (laughs) uh yes I think he did um I think he was otherwise a good time and he does seem to have a thing for blondes so there is consistency there (sighs) but I could do without him on my TV screen Finally, we hate to see just the labor that is so visible in this season, specifically this episode. Like, we understand that this show is produced. We're we're fine with knowing that. But we don't need them to make the next storylines so fucking obvious when we're still in the storyline before. Like, we don't need you to tell us that Kat is waiting for Tanner. Like, maybe Tanner could just arrive. And, and we then, could yeah. learn then that Kat that she has was an interest him. in him. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need everything so neatly teed up because it, frankly, makes it really boring to watch. Yes, because it makes it so freaking obvious about what's to come. 
And we are not here for that. We are here to be surprised by love connections. Like, I would have loved to see Tanner just walk down and hit it off with Kat and watch Kat turn down Brayden. But instead, now we know that's going to happen. So, yeah, there, n- we need some fun. We need the fun. That's the fun of paradise. Like, stop, yeah, stop teeing it up for us. Just let us watch Let and us learn. enjoy the ride, okay? Let us enjoy And on that note, that is it for this episode of Love to See It with Emma and Lee. Love to See It is produced by us, Emma Gray, Lee Blickley, and Stitcher. This episode was edited by Talon Stradley. Our theme music is by Tamar Haviv, and our art is by Celine Chang. Josephine Matarana is our executive producer. If you like our show, please remember to do all the things you do to support a podcast you love. Follow us, rate us five stars, leave us a review. If you've already left a review or a rating on Apple Podcasts, maybe pop over to Spotify and do the same. And of course, spread the word about Love to See It to all of your friends. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at claireandemmapod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at Love to See It Pod and on Instagram at claireandemmapod. And you can find our newsletter rich text on Substack at claireandemma.substack.com. I'm also on social media at Emma Lady Rose. And I'm at Lee BZ. We'll be back Monday with our Golden Bachelor recap. Stitcher.